0: Another one, another, 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 another one. Touchdown, Bogey! Another Jags Podcast. All right,
1: welcome to another Jags Podcast and I know we're all over the place with episode numbers. It's got to be a hundred, though, right? We're at ninety-seven. Dang, ninety-seven. We're at ninety-seven, so we're almost there to a hundred. Make sure to follow our Twitter. We are at Another Jacks Pod. Instagram
0: Another Jacks Pod. Um, I'm here with Joey tonight, like always. And I guarantee you, we will be more entertaining tonight than Jaguars were on Sunday. That's probably true, but you never know. It'd be almost impossible not to be.
1: <laughs> um, we are sitting here. Um, we are here recording um, after the Jags have lost to the Chargers.
0: And. Is lost a big enough word? I'm sorry to bust up your and, but I don't think lost is enough. We got destroyed, but
1: I wanted to bridge it into my only point I wanted to make all night tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, if have done my job. Three quarterbacks threw touchdowns in that game.
0: Do you know who the three quarterbacks were, Joey? Oh, geez. Yes, I do. It would be uh, Sir Phillips Rivers. Phil Rivers. Minshew um, Mania. Gardner Minshew. And wait for it, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Dude, so, you could have thrown a touchdown against us in that game. That's, I, not, that's not pumping your boy Tyrod. Tyrod. We. It was so funny how we. Um, I got a text within like <laughs> 0.05 seconds of him throwing that touchdown. I hope you're watching the game, Joey, because. Tyrod Taylor just threw a touchdown. Okay, we okay, we were on the podcast
1: last week, and we uh, were t- the preview episode, and I was we were talking about Tyrod Taylor, and I admit, I said Tyrod Taylor is going to come in and throw a touchdown against the Jags.
0: I don't know what I respond to with that, and it happened. It did. I, it, it, I, it happened. Can
1: you imagine if I would have put money on that? If I would have put money on that, Tyrod Taylor going to come in throw a touchdown. Honestly, the odds probably wouldn't have been that insane because the Jags have been really bad the last couple of weeks. But I'm pretty sure the Chargers equipment
0: guy threw a touchdown. <laughs>
1: He was calling plays, probably out there. <laughs> he, he, he had the headset on at one point. All right, so we're pretty much in like blow up mode now. We're in rebuild mode. We're gonna start cutting up players, film. We're gonna talk about guys that we want, depending on where we pick, and things like that. Um, we had some nice discussion about that on our last podcast. Yeah, it's not quite draft talk yet, but it's, it's almost. It's getting, it's getting there. Getting there. Getting there quick. Um, we did ask on Twitter, and um, we asked you guys what. Let's get it here. Besides GM and coach, what is priority number one for the Jags this offseason? Nick Warren, and he's at Nick Warren Thirty Two, said linebacker or defensive tackle, which another position that Zach mentioned. Yeah, which is a position I never really thought about drafting. How could you not though with our run defense? Because Darius is going to be gone.
0: Um, yeah, but since Darius has been out, like it's been atrocious. Yeah,
1: but I think you, I think Tave and Brian could play in there. Um, I think Campbell moves in there next year. I, you know, I just you don't think
0: Campbell's gone. Is he going
1: to renegotiate no, I think he again? Comes back, yeah, I think he comes back. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, you have linebacker seems like a much bigger position to need to me. I agree. So um, I'm a big fan of Isaiah Simmons, uh, linebacker from Clemson. Clemson, uh, rangy linebacker, athletic linebacker. Um, Zach brought up a good point said he could play like any position on defense probably like he could play safety He could probably play D tackle. Maybe not. I mean, you know, what I mean like he's just he's just a freak and um, But uh, yeah linebacker and D tackle I, th-
0: I, I Love the guys that are athletic I love the guys that can play hey they can do this they can do that I almost want guys that are like this is all this dude can frickin play I want somebody who's like three hundred and fifty pounds and a beast in the middle. No, I, like I, the, I want I want a middle no. linebacker that he's a middle linebacker. He's not going to drop back in coverage and cover a wide receiver or tight end because we have those guys and they're putting them in positions and be like, oh, they're they're athletic and instead of doing what they're supposed to do, they try to be athletic and overrun coverages and miss tackles and. I, I want I guys that play a position. I think you're
1: confusing athletic guys with people that have been playing bad for the Jackets. Uh, Miles Jack would a be a prime position. example of that. Miles Jack's been playing outside of his position.
0: So he should be an outside linebacker? Yes. Okay, well, fair enough then. Yeah, Do you agree I mean, with that? Because look, nobody else seems to.
1: Yeah, I mean, you put him out outside. I mean, that's just where he's better. He can, just he can like, like we are saying, he can rely on his athleticism. You put him and Simmons out there at the same time. I mean, that's a, you're covering sideline to sideline with as much athleticism as anybody in the league. I'd rather them take Brown from Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, uh, Brown would be a good pick. I mean, again, D-tackle, another position that is kind of growing on me, but, man, those are just aren't sexy picks, man. I think if we answer that question, though, we should rank like what we think our top three needs well, are. Well, let's get, let's get to more of what they say on Twitter, and maybe okay. it'll come out through there. Uh, Mike Wilbraham um, says, defensive coordinator, executive vice president, top of my list. Is that what EVP stands for? I don't know. Yeah. Clearly? Um, yeah. Uh, you nailed it. Okay. We have, run with it. We have so many holes, uh, though linebacker has been a real problem. But we have to address the trenches on both sides of the ball. What positions do you target in free agency? Which in the draft?
0: I'm going to throw out the. I think offensive line and quarterback are our least worries at this point. How can you say that offensive line is the least worry? It's terrible.
1: It hasn't been as bad as the defensive line. They both have been really bad. I, I, it has not it's been, been as issue. bad
0: as the defensive line. The offensive line has been pretty bad. It has not been great, but it's been okay. And you get a stud tight end that can block as well. Maybe add a fullback bo- full for like nothing per year that can block. And you, you fixed it for the most part. Defensive line, do 200 yards every single game for the past, what, four or five games? Yeah, yeah five. Yeah. I mean, that's way worse.
1: Look, I agree, dude, defense I'm a big proponent of defense, but how many years are in a row are we gonna draft defensive players with nothing to show for oh, it? let me rephrase that. The right defensive players. Okay. I mean obviously I mean we all want the right player, but it's just I wanna see, see I wanna see I wanna see a first round wide receiver. Look, I get it. Look, we've had busts, but you know what? Some Did of them don't You just don't contradicted bust.
0: yourself, man. You said the offensive line and defensive line are huge issues. They You, are. Say, you say go wide receiver, number yeah. one? Yeah, because, look, this,
1: look, I'm kind of getting ahead here to Pete, and he's at Coach L Tweets, and he says the team has no idea. The team needs an identity. Well, we have an no identity. identity. It just sucks. We're no, a power running team that can't power run. Yeah, no, the, our identity is smash mouth with Fournette and athleticism on defense but Fournette can't do anything because there's no offensive line help, and the defense is pathetic. But like, I just want to see the Jags go out and just get a true number one. Put out there with DJ Chark, you have two receivers, and look, your O-line's bad, but you know, get it into the hands of your best guys on a screen. I mean, we see teams winning with third-string quarterbacks and teams winning with makeshift offensive lines because they have playmakers on their team that they can get the ball to, and they can overcome all those things. Fournette isn't a guy that can do that. Chark... Has to have a quarterback that can throw him a a ball. He's not a guy that can catch it on the screen and make moves, or catch it on the inside and run up the field.
0: I think he can. We're just not using him that way. He has six, what seventy catches this year. He's like third in catches by running backs, and most of them are just crap dump downs. Why not try him at that? We haven't tried him at that. He catches everything thrown to him for the most part. Try him at something else. He doesn't
1: really make people miss. Who cares? He just like he just tries to. He like he runs through arm
0: tackles and he,
1: you know, picks up. Um, extra yards. Put him in like
0: a slot formation. Yeah, I mean, I just try something different.
1: Well, hopefully they do, but if we know
0: one thing about D. Flippo's he doesn't like to try things differently. I don't know, man. If, if we don't draft a stud tied in with our top, one of our top three picks... I, I might be on another Baltimore Ravens podcast next year. I don't think they go tight end. Do we have to draft a tight
1: end? I think they maybe try to solve that through free agency. Dude, you say that every year. And, and they don't. We suck every year well, because they don't. we don't have that. They don't. I mean, they tried one time with Safarian Jenkins. That ended up being terrible.
0: And, you know, you look at a guy like Marseille Lewis, he's out there still um, making point. What plays. about the Denver tight end we got in free agency that sucked as well? Yeah, Julius Thomas. Okay, let's not go that route. Let's draft. A legitimate tight end. Somebody we tried was, that with Josh Oliver, and he could, dude, that he wasn't was, legitimate. He was from a school that nobody's ever heard of before. Man, well, San Diego only, State. I
1: mean, there was, he was like the third tight end, third they were or fourth really tight good, end like skate in.
0: team. Like they were good on the yeah, ramp. Yeah, but man. I mean, like
1: there, he was like the third or fourth tight end taken. There wasn't like it's the year not before like, that we passed on like three legitimate. Year before tight ends. that we did. We passed on a lot of good guys: Goddard, uh, Andrews, uh, Hayden Hurst. I actually he was right there before us, before Taven, but still like yeah, you're right. We did we did pass on a bunch. Um I don't know, man. I just feel like when you're drafting that high, you got to get, you know, a guy that is going to impact every play. And I just don't know if a tight end does that. You know, I think
0: tight ends could go entire series without making a difference. You know, you being like the X's and O's guys, like tight ends when they're not catching the ball, they're not blocking. No, not, they are. Like, but I mean, okay. but I mean, there's also there's plays where they're blocking and the run goes to
1: the other side. I don't sure. Know I, mean? I just, I mean, it's. I feel like a D lineman. I feel like a receiver. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a bad argument, but. You just feel like a tight end. There's a reason why tight ends don't get drafted number one overall. It's because they don't affect the game the way a DN or quarterback or a receiver or a DB or something like that
0: does. Well, no, quarterback, that's a good option. I mean, you know, we'll be picking two or three probably. So, Burrow or Ertz? I don't think, I don't think we're picking two. I think we're picking like
1: five. I think the. Dolphins end with a worse record than us. I think the Bengals end with
0: a worse record than Dude, us. The Dolphins are playing harder than anybody in the league. Yeah, but they're not winning. Um, they are here and there. They, I, yeah, and we're no, the the not. Jag, I can see the Jags maybe winning one more. Who?
1: I can see them beating the Raiders. Or I can see them... Dude, are you kidding me? I mean, last game in Oakland, Man. I know. That's going to be a tough game. But I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think they could steal one somewhere. And then, then they're at five wins. And you're not picking two or three with five wins. Which is True. Uh, unfortunate, but... It's okay. We don't need a draft there. We, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's a, you know, you got to draft where you're at, and regardless of where you're at. It's getting depressing quick. Let's move on to Twitter. Uh, Jason Rat says, uh, O-line is the biggest issue. I disagree. I'm with you, Jason. Look, you can't win without an offensive line. There's never been a team that has been successful with a terrible offensive line. Never. You also can't
0: win when you can't stop anybody at all. Run, run or pass. It doesn't matter. So if they're both preventing you...
1: You can't win if you can't score, that's for sure. And if you can't score that offensive line, it becomes which
0: one's more important, and the offensive line is just crucially well, important. If you are score on every play, then you're forced to pass, and the opposing team's defense knows what you're going to do. You can't be the, a running team when you're down three touchdowns by the second quarter. If you're not
1: down three touchdowns, if you're tied 14-14... to 14, and then you can run the ball then. It just all depends on what you have. And it, the, here's the issue. His offensive line is much harder to evaluate. It's hard to look at a college kid and say he's going to translate to the pro as an offensive lineman. True. But, I mean, I think one time I was like, this dude is surefire going to be uh, a, a great player. Quentin Nelson for the Colts.
0: Yeah. Is, doesn't Will the Hernandez only th- play offensive line as well? Who? Will Hernandez.
1: Yeah, but even him, I mean, he's okay. I mean, he, he's, he's been pretty he's been solid. Good. He's been good, but I mean, again, he was not a guy that I was
0: like, okay, this dude
1: is 100% going to be an NFL starter sure. for years to come. Fair it's enough. hard to do that the offensive line. And, and in fact, I'm wrong more times than I'm right. So you shouldn't even try. You look at guys like Luke Jokel was a guy everyone thought was going to be good. I understand the whole draft was bad, but people thought he was going to be good. Uh, what's his name? Alabama, Jonah Williams, man, that was a guy that like yeah. I was like, man, Jonah Williams is going to be a surefire, it's true. steady offensive lineman for years to come. And then you see guys do it that uh, are just like, uh, there's a dude from Florida just graduated recently, or sent to the pros, and I'm like, man, he was like pretty good, but I would never have thought he's as good as he is. Man, it's going to kill me. Um, oh, well. But it, it happens with offensive line. It's hard to know. Uh, Jake Matthews, a guy from, another guy from Texas
0: A&M. You know, guy everyone thought was going to be good. Well, is that why people say take them late second round, third, fourth round? Because it's hit or miss regardless. Yeah, I mean, that could be, that could be fair. But you
1: do have to address it. And whether that be through free agency and the draft, um, but you can't
0: roll into next year with... Okay, well, with that being said, though, I mean, that's kind of an argument for that's not our biggest need. Because we're not going to draft an offensive lineman in the first or second round. I
1: think you can have the biggest need and still take the best available player and it not be your biggest need. And I think the best available player at three, four, five, will be a D lineman, linebacker, or receiver. And what what and receiver?
0: You don't take receivers in the first round either.
1: Judy, no, you can. I mean, you can find, I mean, receivers pop off top ten. Yeah, man, like Julio Jones, AJ Green, you know, got like that. You I mean you got take them? You know? So who
0: who? Well, it's I, not mean, dra- I mean, I mean, Alabama
1: has like three guys that could they all be always good. have three guys though. Yeah, but these three guys are really good, even though fair enough. You know, I mean, I mean, Judy. Um, who's the dude uh, Ruggs um, and then the other dude that just went off against LSU uh, I can't remember his name but they got three out there that are pretty good and not like they have the most consistent quarterbacks I think Mac Jones is out there throwing the ball so <laughs> you never know so again so you think wide receiver linebacker or, or D-line I think D-line linebacker I'll agree with that D-line D-tackle is just so like unless it's a guy to do like Quinn and Williams it's just not a sexy position and I sure. I hate that
0: I still think we need tight end, though. That's my
1: third sort of wide receiver. <laughs> the Kenny says, D-tackle, then O-line. Uh, I can't uh, argue that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rodney Marnie says, make sure we have a plan at quarterback, whether that be Minshew or draft.
0: Guys, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here. I've said this over and over. We are going to have Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew competing for the starting job come next season. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Well, I'm not done yet. Whether we have drafted another quarterback in the draft, that's possible as well. I mean, if if a stud falls to us, take him. Like the Patriots, draft quarterback every year. But, Foles ain't going anywhere, man. Yeah, uh, I
1: don't know. Because if you bring in a new GM, I think all bets are off. You bring in a new GM, and he doesn't care. Nick Foles doesn't care about Minshew, doesn't care about any of that. In fact, he
0: probably wants to get his own guy. Well, I would be really upset with the GM that we pick if we're going to have somewhat of cap issues because we need to cut cap space, and he cuts a guy that's just going to be dead cap space. I mean, that that would be a stupid, dumb, I mean, stupid move. This year. Now, next year? Different story. I have an idea. I have an idea. I can
1: see you. You've got a good one. You heard it here first, guys. You heard it here first. You trade. Foles, to a team that needs a quarterback, um, the Bucs. You don't think they're re-signing Winston? No. The Bucs, a team that, uh, you know, maybe the Dolphins, um, a team like that. And in addition to Foles, you also trade them Gardner Minshew. (laughs) So that they get a quarterback for the future. And they get Nick Foles. So instead of, instead of giving a third round to a team to take Foles, <laughs> and instead of trading Minshew for a third round pick, you just package them together,
0: send them to a team, and voila. The Jaguars would make national headlines as the first team to trade away both of their starting quarterbacks. That and would be amazing. And then you draft Tua with your pick. If we draft Tua, I'm going to bang my head against Tua. the wall. Because Tua is guaranteed. If we draft Tua, he's guaranteed to be like Bo Jackson with like a career ending blood not getting to your hip injury. If he goes anywhere else, no. he's going to be a stud. But if we no. draft him, done. No. I think we take Tua. We
1: dump Foles' contract. We dump, uh, because we traded him to a team that's going to pay him. Um, and then we don't have the Minshew issue there. Tua comes in as a starter. You bring in a guy like, I don't know, Tyrod Taylor to be your backup. Probably get him on a cheap deal. And, um,
0: yeah, I mean, why, why would the Chargers give up Tyrods with Philip Rivers? That's true, like fallen from
1: grace. Yeah, um, and then you have all that cap money. Like, obviously, it's not going to happen. But it's hilarious. But, but no. like, uh, you know, you get a guy. My the, question to you is, and my point is that you get a new GM in here. He doesn't care about Foles or Minshew.
0: Doesn't uh, care. I know he doesn't care about. He doesn't. You're right. He he could give a crap about right. any of that. What he's going to care about though is cap space and what he can play with. If the GM wants his own quarterback, then he's just biding time but until folds his contracts off the books. I get that. But nobody's expecting the GM to fix things in a year. Right? Right. Okay. So I- he knows he's got at least two, three years and he knows that he can't do anything with the cap space with a quarterback this year, next year he can. And there's good quarterbacks coming out next year. So it didn't happen this year, guys. Everybody needs to just like swallow that pill. The big question
1: will be what happens with Tom Coughlin. Does Tom Coughlin keep the job or does he not? Because that's that's the deciding factor. If Coughlin is here next year, you're right, it's Foles and Minshew. If Coughlin is not here next year, I think it's open competition and they bring another guy in and because look, I mean, I love Minshew as much as anybody, but I mean he has shown that he does not have the ability to overcome the atrocious talent around him, which no one could, to be fair. So it's not like we're all confident that he's the answer, as much as I would like him to be. All right. Um, how about we take a quick break for the for the podcast? You gotta pee? Uh, no. I just um, this is we're about 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 twenty minutes, and it's a good time for a break. And uh, we want to let our sponsors get a word in because what would
0: we do without our sponsors? And who are those sponsors this month, Jason? It's a good
1: question. Um, it's a good question. (laughs) I haven't done my uh, research, but uh, it's someone. It's someone. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Overtime Media. They're hooking up the sponsors. Uh, it's someone. <laughs> Support them. We have to re-record that portion. I mean, no, it's the ninth of the month. Right? We're gonna let it. We're gonna let it ride. I'll figure it out for the next one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, sit tight, and then we're gonna get to the rest of your Twitter comments and responses and things like that. So uh, just hang tight, and uh, we'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to another Jags podcast. This is episode ninety-seven. Episode ninety. Seven, Joe. 98 though. Right now,
0: 97 was.
1: That's a good point, man. I Zach. have no clue where we're at. We're at now. 98.
0: 98. Yes. <laughs> I know. How we even. I we're was... never getting to 100 we're by ne- Jason's <laughs> math. Ever. We'll be at 99 for all eternity. We're gonna do a
1: special something for the 100th episode. i Don't know what it is yet, but it will be special. Kind of have an idea. But I don't wanna. I don't even wanna tease it. Do don't wanna tease it. I don't even wanna tease it. Okay. Um, but yeah, we've been uh, asking you guys on Twitter um, what you guys thought about the Jaguars' future, um, and we want to get your responses on that. So let's go ahead and take a look over at what more you guys had to say. Um, Jay uh, said, Jan, meaning like get Jan signed.
0: I mean, um, yay, right? I mean, you got to resign them. him.
1: Yeah, I mean, TJD said, pay Jan. Uh, Oshki said, at and Yannick and um let's see here there's a couple other ones here
0: uh, a bunch of guys just saying pay you on like that's it uh, the problem though i think is that he's not gonna get more money than they offered him last at uh, the beginning of the season would you agree
1: i love yannick and but i do too i'm not sold on the, a guy that he's gonna be a premier pass rusher
0: that's what i'm saying I mean, I think he's gonna be
1: good yeah. i think he is good he's really good and he makes he
0: makes one good play a game He's a team guy. He doesn't get in trouble. I mean, he's he gets a lot or... of like altercations. Sure, Cuz he notice that? Because he's passionate, though. Like, I, I think it's like good altercations. I don't
1: way. know, man. Like when it happened with Dante Fowler, remember everyone was like, Dante Fowler is the bad egg, and and Gakwe is the good egg. It's yeah. good versus evil. And now ever... you're seeing Ngakwe Gakwe fight
0: literally everyone. Dude, he's fought Lender. Who else has he, he fought?
1: He got. He gets in like he gets in in little spats on the field all the time. I mean, he's it's like, dude, like calm down a little bit. You know, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I like I love the guy. I don't people think I don't like him, but. And for what he was demanding and for how he's played,
0: it's a little like. Okay, and that's the thing. Man. I think the Jaguars are, are going to try to pay him, but it's not. I mean, I think it might be less than it was at the beginning of the season. And he's going to, if he balked at that, why wouldn't he balk at the same number or less? So, I mean, it, it might not be an issue of the Jaguars trying to pay him. It's him wanting more money and good luck on the open market, man. Cause I don't think you're going to get that. Uh, Chandler
1: Berger says uh, the blowouts this year show. We desperately need more and better linebackers. Yes. I like how you got, how you went, how you got there. Absolutely agree. Dalton Carter says, um, a catapult that can launch Tom Coughlin into the sun.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, beef. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't like a beef. It was a beef. No, beef for he's in the morning. Yeah. It was yeah, definitely beef. That's definitely a beef quote. I think Dalton. But might- I don't disagree whatsoever. I mean, maybe not into the sun. He does a lot of good stuff outside of football. So let's just. Time to retire we don't TC. care yeah we don't care about what he does outside of football i mean i do not me dude as long get as he me, retires like get I, me wins the good thing for him to do which i mean has been briefly mentioned just step down bro i mean like you're 70 what four i don't even know your time's obviously passed you're getting tons of heat i mean why keep it up because he's competitive and yeah but nobody likes him though i mean like everybody if he looks at the newspaper listens to the radio anything listens to a podcast <laughs> dude he's getting ripped all across everywhere i mean man just, just just step down do the do the right thing
1: yeah i agree but uh i think he's stubborn old man he's not going to do that but I mean, he's definitely uh, stubborn and old uh matthew thomas uh says linebacker i wonder if this is the matthew thomas that played linebacker at florida state that'd be ironic yeah um michelle, Are you available? michelle batten said rebuild the defense thank you
0: michelle i agree with you well you said offensive line, dude. I'm everywhere, dude. Or? I'm everywhere. You can't do everything though. James I'm the one that said defense.
1: <laughs> James, and he's at <laughs> Willie J904. Said quarterback, left tackle, D line, linebacker, safety, corner, linebacker, pick two. Pick two? No, meaning like yeah. two. two of meaning all that. like, yeah. Um yeah. linebacker, safety. I'm gonna say left tackle, linebacker. So you're that worried about Cam? Yeah, I think he's doo doo. Honestly, Juwan Taylor has been looking bad. And I understand. He, I understand he's a rookie past and that he, games. He beat, but he does not look good right now. I guess got to tell you right now, uh, Nessler and he's at Almighty Nez says a replacement for Norwell and the rest of the offensive line. It's not happening, man. Well, we just keep, I mean, we've spent too much equity in the offensive so line,
0: the, and also the point is, what are you gonna do? Stick four rookies at offensive line? Yes. <laughs> no, you are not gonna do that. You just said yourself that it's hit or miss on even picking a guy from college who can play offensive line. You're going to stick four rookies in there. I was just kidding.
1: You can't do that. But, I mean, you can keep... Two? You can keep Juwan Taylor. Yeah. Lender? Keep... Lender's kind of overpriced. He is overpriced. I didn't say he wasn't overpriced. I wouldn't mind seeing him go. But you're going to replace your center. Yeah. Replace center, I think you could put... So you keep Norwell I think you could put Richardson at right guard. Um, I think Cam Robinson, you give him one more year to... You, I think you give him like four more games. You give Cam Robinson like four more games. But then you're not addressing left tackle. No, I think you I think you address left tackle you just oh, one, so, oh, you're talking about the yeah. rest of this year. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I apologize. And then um, left guard uh, <sighs> man, that's a dumb thing. Do you not get rid of did you not get a Lender and you, Norwell? You yeah, I be think one or the I other. think I think you keep Norwell and, and get, I think rid of you Linder. get rid of
0: Lender. Yeah. okay I do not I g I don't I don't I could not argue with that. Yeah.
1: But that's just me. You never know what can happen. I mean who knows who, I mean, literally we're talking about all this stuff. We don't know who the coach is gonna be. We don't know who the GM is gonna be. We don't know who any of these people are going to be. So, um, look, the Jags have problems right now. There's no, I mean, there's no getting around it. They're, hey,
0: the last four games were the worst NFL team in the past 33 years. That's crazy to me, man. There's not been a team in 33 years that's lost four games by more than 20 points.
1: I can look at the team as I'm watching the games and say
0: this is one of the worst teams I've ever seen. Yeah. Just from my eyeball test. It's not about talent either, though. I mean, like, there is talent on the I team. I think it is about talent. I don't think so. I think it's about effort, man. I think it's completely about effort. I, I mean, his team
1: has 100% gave up.
0: Yeah. I mean, his team gave up a long time ago, and we've been saying
1: that forever. Yeah. That leads us into next week's game.
0: <laughs> That's uh, Jacksonville at Oakland. Oakland, who just played their butt off last week. Oh, they lost 21-42 to to the Titans. Still, though. They're playoff beat. contenders. Right, right. Titans are balling in the second half of the season, though. Ten, yeah, they ten, really ten, are. Danny
1: Hill for purple. Yeah. Man, if only someone in, on this podcast... Had talked about Tannehill being underrated and how the Jags he should actually did. Make, make an offer at him because he's better than people think. But we'll just—I we'll, don't we'll, think I knocked that one. We'll
0: move. We'll move past that. We'll I've knocked a lot that. of your quarterback picks, yeah. but I—I I, I thought Tannehill the same thing. Yeah, he's not a hundred million dollar quarterback, but he's worth what he's getting paid right now. Uh, is he worth eighty-eight million?
1: <sighs> um. So the Raiders, Derek Carr is their quarterback. Um. He was twenty-five for thirty-four, two sixty-three, and two touchdowns. It's a pretty good game. Yeah, they just—they just got. I mean, their Derrick defense Henry ran up anybody. For another
0: like two hundred yards, didn't he? Derrick Henry is that guy's like dude. winning the league right now, right? He had one hundred and three yards, two touchdowns. Kind of cool to see. a somewhat guy. Jacksonville boy, like, although is he really Jacksonville? Yeah, he's Yuli. I mean, close enough. Yeah, nobody's ever heard of Yuli.
1: <laughs> um, DeAndre Washington and uh, Jalen Richard, uh, two guys that you've probably never heard of, Joey. Um, I was about to say the same thing. we Will both go for over hundred yards rushing against the Jags. So it doesn't matter who's you, rushing against you will. at this point. I mean, honestly, it doesn't, uh, you will. Um, Cause if
0: they break through the line, nobody's tackling them.
1: Like, I don't even want to look through this. I don't even want to even talk about the Raiders offense because it doesn't matter who is there. It's, it's just pathetic, man. Like well, we,
0: early last podcast, you said we we're going to win one more game. So we got the Raiders. Yeah. We got Indy and we got what? One more, right? Um, let's see here. Let's look at the official schedule here.
1: Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars have the Raiders, the Falcons, and the Falcons. Colts. And the Colts. And Falcons are playing like... Yeah, they're, they're not beating they're not of those teams.
0: Yeah, first half of the season, that Falcons suck. They're playing awesome. Colts are going to be playing probably for a playoff spot at that point. The only
1: chance we have is to beating the Raiders.
0: Yeah. Which we could play great on the West Coast, so that, I, that's working in our The favor. Raiders do not have a lot of weapons, though. I mean... So they haven't been bad this year, though, man. I mean, they yeah, got a good been coach. Okay. I mean, Chucky has, like, got him playing good. Yeah, I mean, they just, they have nothing. They have no I mean, I think, like. They were even trying for
1: this Andrew year. Walter is their receiver, or Waller. I don't know. I mean.
0: Is that the guy that we had for, like, a week?
1: And not we Andrew about? Waller. It's Darren Waller. Andrew Waller. is Walter is the guy we had that was okay. terrible. Darren Waller is a good player. Rico. Rico Galford. Like, if I, Gafford, if I asked the average NFL fan, now they wouldn't know who these people, these people are at all. DeAndre Washington.
0: I think if you ask anybody on the West Coast, Tyree Williams. If you ask anybody on the West Coast to name the Jaguars, three starting wide receivers that didn't play fantasy football, they couldn't name them either. I, th- I think they would name Chark, Westbrook. Dude, nobody on the West Coast saw Chark play at Louisiana because they, 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 they had no Chark. offense then.
1: People know Chark. People know Westbrook. I don't think people know Conley. I, don't think, people, I think people would still say Marquise Lee. Um, I think people would, you know, Jimmy Smith. Alan Hearns, I mean, I don't even know. It's not looking good. You're right. If they don't win this week, then they're losing out, and um, then we're really talking draft. But, man, here's the bottom line for me. The front office
0: should be ashamed of themselves. They should absolutely be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. I mean, college football teams, it's hard to lose 45 to 10. It doesn't happen in the pros, man. I mean, one-offs, like, here and there. It's an absolute just disgrace. It's embarrassing.
1: I know it seems like you and me come in here and don't try, but we try. We do try. If we came in here and we, like, the audio is cutting in and out, the video is cutting in and out for YouTube. Yeah, that would be a
0: huge problem. We'd invest some, like, time into, like, fixing that.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, we came in here saying the wrong players names we had zach goddard on last we,
0: episode i mean come on
1: i mean i are trying uh you um uh you make changes you, you do make, something you yeah you do something and uh you would you and we would be ashamed of ourselves is what and, i'm getting And here's the
0: thing i mean the bright spot to me and everybody's talking about fire everybody right now why hasn't anybody been fired i honestly i, I couldn't i don't care it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it, matter. Yeah, that's no Maybe firing the coach because it, get, it gives you a little bit of a head start on that. But if they don't come in and fire everybody, I mean, Khan's a businessman. How many people were at that last game? Like 10,000? It didn't look good. I mean, it, Bad weather, bad team, not a people good you, combo. How many people you think would be at that Colts game? I think you might get a little more at the Colts. Than but, than dude, a little more is not 60-something nah, nah, thousand nah, you're seats right. You're right. So the only thing that's going to help things right now as far as season ticket sales go next year is a big splash at Jim and Coach. Maybe they can get Mike Norvell. Norvell is not available. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I mean, point being, like they got it. He's got to do something, and he's not stupid. He's built yeah. himself. a you know, bootstraps type of guy. Yeah, I have faith in the fact that he's not going to let his, I don't know, legend, whatever you want to call it, like, be disgraced by what's going on right now. Yeah, I mean, I have an
1: inside source um, on this. Uh, can't can't give the, the exact details, but um, I have a very trusted source who told me that during the game where Minshew was replaced, or by when Minshew replaced Foles, mm-hmm. um, at halftime when the Jags hadn't scored a touchdown or a field goal, Shad Khan got on the phone and said, "Put Minshew in."
0: Oh, good. So if he's taking a little more of a Jerry Jones approach to things, I think it's needed at this point, man. Yeah. I mean, I get Tony Khan, his son. He seems like a like a like a back room type of guy. Like I want to pour over the data. I'm not the guy that's going to step up and say, "Do that." Khan, it, Shad Khan is yeah. the guy that will say, "Do that." Yeah. So he's got the cojones. He
1: needs to at this point. Yeah, yeah I agree. He needs to take control, and I mean Khan. I would say Khan, should, I would have lumped him into there. Khan should have been ashamed of himself, too, from this product that he's put on the field. And he probably is. But I don't blame Khan because he did what I would have done. Uh, yeah. And he turned the team over to, to Tom Coughlin.
0: No, he said, I'm not a football guy. I'm going to yeah. get the best football guys yep. that I know. Yep. It, it, there's I would have done the same
1: thing. I would have done the same thing. And we were
0: all super happy about that call. Yep.
1: yep. But um, it's looking like it's not paying off too well. Hey,
0: and you know what? Khan's got an ego, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, 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 he's got, you know, he's in that yacht book, the top 100 yachts in the world. He wants to be in that top hundred Forbes list of billionaires. That's his goal. It's embarrassing showing up in an odors meeting with what the Jaguars are doing right now. You, so he, he's gonna he's gonna do something. You want to know how much swagger, Chad Khan has
1: when he was being sued by his former company because his bumper company was being way, was blew up. Yeah, in lieu of the bumper company that he left, he spent like hours, weeks in the library studying the law so he defend and himself. defended himself. Are you kidding me? Yes. He hired the cheapest attorney that he could find so he could
0: defend himself. And that doesn't surprise me in the least. Not at all.
1: That's the type of guy that he is. I mean, dude, That's he, the guy that he does. He
0: worked as a cashier at a bumper company and he now owns multiple f- yeah.
1: sports no, franchises. It, I mean, it was called Flexingate. Yeah. He worked for Flexingate. He left Flexingate, started his own company. Flexingate sued him he countersued them, and then now he owns Flexengate. And, and he won. He won the case, and now he owns that company. Yeah. That's baller. So he's... The, he, he, he's going to get involved. He's going to... A dude that'll spend a week in a library studying law to defend himself... And be
0: able of, to actually do it. Yeah, like, yeah. He might you know, like, attempt that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's... he's See, now we're talking about some positive stuff. Absolutely. Shad Khan's awesome, man. And people give him crap, but, dude, the dude's trying. Um... He kept the team here when maybe... Probably a lot of owners wouldn't when the Weavers sold the team. Yeah. Uh, so, and if people want to get discouraged, just be careful with who you're who you're channeling your frustration yes. toward because Shad Khan is an advocate of the city of Jacksonville. And I'm not saying that he's married here. I'm not saying that he's going to keep the team here forever, but he is an advocate and he is helping and he's building and he's doing things like that. And the last thing we would want to do is run him off and look back and say, man, we lost a team because we
0: treated a guy like that like crap. And also, I mean... To be fair, like Conn's obviously much better at these type of situations and decisions than you, I, or 98% of Jaguars fans out there. So we all like to, like, say our piece, tout our stuff. But, yeah, we don't know what's really going on behind nah. the, the scenes. All right,
1: well, that's going to wrap it up for us. Unless you got anything else you want to add? No, nah, I think I'm good. Yeah, I mean, hey, we're getting to, hey, this is, like we said, this is the dog days, man. If uh, We appreciate all the fans that are listening. We didn't pump our YouTube channel once in the last two episodes we did not which make is sure, unfortunate yeah i mean we'll, we'll post a little twitter link but hey subscribe to our youtube channel um we like youtube it's cool it's fun it's better than the we, we like these videos better than the podcasts um for me personally anyways um so make sure you subscribe Jason just likes looking at himself i love looking at myself the, the only thing better than listening to myself is looking at myself and listening to myself double whammy hands down the best (laughs) you own that that's great make sure that you follow us on twitter make sure you follow us on instagram um, and facebook even we're on there although our activity is quite limited yeah that's Um, my fault make sure you check out our last episode with um uh zach goodell who Joey called Is this like Zach Goddard earlier. I apologize. So, thinking, uh, I was still actually, thinking tight end. It's actually Zach Goodell. So make sure you uh, check that one out. Thank you guys so much for spending your time with us and listening uh, to this podcast. Um, and as always, go Jags. Go Jags.